From the Chattahoochee Tech Studios, this is your Paulding County News Podcast, bringing our stories to life with news, events, and what we're talking about in Paulding County. Like, follow, and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you, about you, from you. Call us now to get in on the conversation at 404-997-8655. That's 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. And here's what you're talking about. I'm Brian Giffen. A 12-year-old boy is recuperating from a tree accident reported by the Helen Police Department. The incident occurred on Saturday at 5.14 p.m. The boy was struck by a tree along the Chattahoochee River, resulting in a head injury. The cause of the incident remains undisclosed. The child was swiftly transported to Children's Eggleston Hospital for treatment, and his identity has not been disclosed at this time. Well, prayers for him and his family. This from WSB-TV. As summer comes to a close and the days get shorter, Labor Day signals a shift in seasons. Dallas Hiram Local Businesses offers an easy solution for finding skilled professionals to assist with various tasks. From house cleaning and yard work to landscaping, pool services, and junk removal, the platform connects you with top-rated experts in the Dallas Hiram community. Beyond household tasks, you also can find professionals for pet sitting, event planning, photography, catering, and more. As the cheerful season ends, this platform provides a convenient way to tackle upcoming tasks and projects with ease. This from the Dallas Patch. In DeKalb County, the search for a missing two-year-old boy, Josiah Mitchell, continues. The case has taken several twists since his reported kidnapping last week. The boy's father, Artavius North, was arrested for false statements and a false report of a crime. Initial reports of an armed robbery have been debunked by the police. No suspects have been named, and it's unclear how Josiah went missing. He was last seen wearing Buzz Lightyear pajamas. The search has covered multiple locations, including apartments and a landfill. Josiah's mother and family members have been actively searching. Various agencies are involved, urging anyone with information to contact the police or authorities. This story from 11 Alive. Well, we're coming into a very hot end of the week, and weekend we're expecting lots of highs in the 90s and lows in the 70s. Now it's a great chance to enjoy some nice weather and lay in some grass and stargaze or even go on a family walk before it all starts to get chilly. Enjoy your weekend, Paulding County. 98.7 Chat Tech, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. So for each of our programs at Chattahoochee Tech, we have an industry advisory committee. Those are people in each given industry that will employ our graduates when they get finished with our program. We have students that are placed at manufacturing companies such as, uh, let's say, Glock, for example, the gun manufacturer, because they have machinery that's running 24-7 to create the guns. So all the way from that to healthcare, where uh, like hospitals, for example, they're running 24-7 and they have machinery that needs to be running 24-7 as well. My program is specifically for students who want to be in healthcare but maybe don't want patient contact. Maybe they want to be in healthcare in a healthcare field that's recession-proof and they're helping people, but maybe they don't want blood, body fluids, any of those elements in their life. So they may choose healthcare management to be on the opposite side of the patient care. Visit ChattahoocheeTech.edu, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. 
Angie Chavez is an experienced real estate agent serving Paulding, Cobb, and other counties in Georgia for 24 years. She is dedicated to serving her clients and has extensive knowledge of the West Georgia real estate market. Angie has won numerous awards for her sales production and is a million-dollar member of the National Board of Realtors. She specializes in new home construction and is an accredited buyer agent. Angie is also passionate about giving back and supporting military, veterans, teachers, and public servants. Whether buying or selling, Angie Chavez with Atlanta Communities is the right choice. Call her today at 404-401-0739 or visit her website at angiechavez.atlcommunities.com. Hey, unlike others, Angie will call you back if you don't reach her the first time. That's 404-401-0739. We're back with more of your Paulding County News podcast. So we say it twice weekly, as best I recollect, that we do like to dip the toes into the waters. Oh, the weird. That's the Irish version, Reagan, who is back today. (laughs) But all dad joke, kidding, stupid stuff aside, a high school football game here in Georgia between Benedictine Military School and Herschel V. Jenkins High School was canceled due to a TikTok challenge that promoted disruptive behavior among spectators. Okay. The challenge involved intentionally creating chaos to disrupt the event. Multiple crowd issues arose during the third quarter, leading to the game's cancellation. The Savannah-Chatham County Public Schools condemned the disruptive behavior, you think, emphasizing the importance of safety. Benedictine was declared the winner with a 42 to nothing lead in the third quarter. This marks the second year in a row that a game between the schools was canceled due to disturbances. Last year's cancellation resulted from an incident in the stands. This comes from Fox 5, and Reagan, I don't know if I call this weird as much as I call this a collection of imbeciles. <laughs> I get that. I mean, why would you disrupt a high school football game? It just doesn't make sense with how passionate Georgia is about football. I just don't understand why you do that for your kids or why your kids would want to maybe get kicked out of their scholarships if they have them. Right. And, you know, there's so many great things about social media connected to people, this, that, and the other, but there's also some idiocy that arises from it. And this would fit under the title of Exhibit A. Weird, because you wouldn't think that level of stupidity would just randomly occur to people, but apparently it does. All right, moving on. This one's cooler. The world's only spotless giraffe born. Wow. Bright Zoo in Limestone, Tennessee has welcomed the birth of a rare and spotless reticulated giraffe born on July 31st. This unique giraffe is believed to be the only one of its kind in the world. The giraffe, already standing at over six feet tall, is reported to be thriving. The zoo is engaging the public in naming the giraffe, offering suggestions like Kaipiki, Firali, I'm just trying to pronounce the Shakiri, Jamela, I would say spot. (laughs) Why not? This event has shed light on giraffe conservation with the founder of Bright's Zoo, Tony Bright, highlighting the concerning decline in wild giraffe populations. This from the Georgia News Network. So the parents had to be at least part spotless giraffe, correct? (laughs) I guess so. I've never... So it says it's the only one of its kind in the world, but... Wouldn't the parents theoretically have to be at least part spotless giraffe? Nonetheless, not only a little bit odd, but definitely a cool story. Yeah, it's really cool to see like these little inconsistencies in nature and to see one actually born in a zoo where we can go see it and study it. It's awesome. 
here are some things that you're talking about. And call us with your thoughts or if you have a story, perhaps, that would be something that we might have interest in carrying or covering. Give us a call, 404-997-8655. And from the What's Happening in Paulding County Facebook page, an anonymous member, hey, motorcycle riders, it's not okay for you to drive down the dotted line when traffic is on both sides of the lane on 278. Well, technically, you could make that case about anywhere. You want us vehicles to watch out for you. Drive with respect if you want it. You don't have the right to do that. I get the anger, but you know, you're essentially defenseless on a motorcycle. But you know what? You can also ride one irresponsibly. And in some cases, you know, you certainly have to look out for them regardless. You have to look out for everybody regardless. Summation for me, Reagan, on this story is there are a lot of people out there that aren't very good at it. Driving, that is. Yeah, motorcycles just terrify me. I mean, not me ever ever getting on one. It's just I'm scared that they're going to come over my line or they speed past me on the dotted line. And I feel like that I'm going to hit them and then it's going to be my fault. Or if they're in front of me, I just keep my distance. If there's one that gets in front of me or behind me, I move lanes. <laughs> I let them pass me because I, I don't want to be anywhere near them to hit them by accident because it's just it's so terrifying because they don't have the steel on the outside like cars do i think the best way to approach it is just whether you're driving a car whether you're riding a motorcycle have respect for other people i know it's an old-fashioned concept but have some respect for other people and watch out for what you're doing and not have problems drive safe out there everybody the world's kind of a crazy place what's happening in paulding county we've got you covered so a couple of events, Reagan. What else have we got? So we have a farmer's market this Thursday at 4 p.m. It's the Hiram Farmer's Market. And then this Friday is the Field of Dreams movie night. The gates open at 7 p.m. The movie starts at 9 at Sarah Bat Park. Bring your chairs, a picnic, some popcorn, or just a blanket for you and your family to lay out on. All right. That sounds pretty cool. And then apparently there's also, on the 26th, coming up Saturday, there is karaoke night at Buffalo's in Hiram. And that comes your way around 7 p.m. So there's that. Hey, it's great to have you back. And obviously, we always miss having you for the events if you're not here. But you're a college student, so you're busy. Yep, I'm glad to be back. All right, thank you, Reagan. Thank you. When it comes to solving complex engineering challenges, there's only one name you need to know, Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Our team of experts has years of experience and uses the latest technology to provide innovative solutions for all your home needs. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing excellent customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standard. So why settle for less when you can have the best? Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any engineering challenge. Engineered Solutions of Georgia. We guarantee a stable dry foundation. Residential and commercial. Hey, we do it all. Summer scorching heat is here, but fear not. Don't let your house turn into a blast furnace. Call the trusted experts at Daco Systems. 
At Daco Systems, we do things the old-fashioned way, believing in hard work, quality, and honest communication to ensure your satisfaction. Our service technicians are highly trained and certified, staying up to date with the latest industry standards. You can trust our expertise to keep you cool. Worried about costs? We've got you covered. Daco Systems offers free estimates, and if we do the repairs, there's no diagnostic fee. If you're in need of a new system, we understand the financial strain. That's why we provide financing options and a 100% performance guarantee. When you choose Daco Systems, exceptional service and professionalism are guaranteed from every member of our team. Stay cool this summer and enjoy peace of mind. Call Daco Systems today at 770-209-2261 or visit us at dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All of our feature interview pieces here on the Paulding County News Podcast are presented by Credit Union of Georgia. Let's meet some of the interesting people in our neighborhood. Coach uh, Fominyai, I appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Paulding County News Podcast. And if yep. people are listening, of course, you're the head coach of the Hiram football team, the Hiram Hornets. So uh, thank yep. you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Of course, football, very popular in Georgia. You had a, a 45 nothing win already right out of the, yep. the box here beating Paulden County. So congrats on that. Was there anything surprising to you that your your team accomplished this game or were you pretty well all right, we're going to take care of these people. You know, thanks for having me on today. Really excited to come on here and speak about our program and kind of promote what's going on in our community. The Hiram community is unique in this district, you know, uh, unto itself. You know, we, we're we kind of small, we're tight-knit, and um, we're really excited about this football season. Our team is pretty senior-heavy. Okay. Um, we, we've got a lot of seniors, a lot of returning players, and typically in high school football, the teams that have the veteran rosters – are going to start fast. They're going to have good years, you know. So if you look at Paulding County's roster, they're playing a lot of young guys, you know, a lot of 10th graders and a lot of underclassmen. Well, while we have 30 seniors on our team, you know, and, and a lot of returning experience, you know, I think our our kids, we had a really high expectation going into the week, and I think the kids went out there and performed really well. That's uh, really good to hear. So you've got uh, Woodstock coming up on yep. on Friday. So what can we look forward to that? Anything special about it? Well, you know, I think it's uh, it's a good game for us, you know, as, as we keep fine-tuning things throughout the season. There's a lot of hype around our football team right now. You know, we're currently ranked. I believe number seven or number eight in the state. We've got a good group of upperclassmen, like I said earlier. So, you know, our focus every week is just to get a little bit better. If we can improve by 1% every single day, residually, that, that's going to lead to a great season. You know, so that's that's our focus this week is to clean up some of the mistakes that we have from last week and and really try to get better as we, you know, move further into the season. So when you're getting ready for these games, how much prep is it that you're doing? Oh. Are you constantly? I I, I can yeah. I can hear hear it in your voice, but you know I'm always thinking about well, college is that, and professional is they've got all sorts of people, but high school's no different. High school's a, yeah. a pretty big deal for people. So well, you know, like when you and I were in school and in the days of VHS and things like that, like you just didn't have access to the technology to watch film and study and things like that or at least it wasn't as easy 
with the advancement of technology and, and streaming videos and things like that, like I, our kids have so much access to information uh, about the opponent they're going to play. And, you know, our staff does a really good job of maximizing our time. We, we work typically on the weekends and, and really study our opponents and evaluate not only what they do well, but also what we do well and uh, try to put kids in a positive position going into Friday. So, you know, we're always constantly preparing. We're always tinkering with things. And, you know, I think this is a, a big week for us to take another step forward. So you have a, a senior heavy team. Yep. Uh, what is the the future hold for them? I mean, well, we'll talk about their future, but uh, some of the students that are your players that are really standing out this okay. year, who should we look out for? We have four of the top 50 players in the state. Four of them are, are committed to go to school already. Our, our starting tight end is in some in ESPN. He's ranked as the number one tight end in the country. He's wow. six foot seven. He's two hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, his name is Walter Matthews. He's committed to Southern Cal, and he chose Southern Cal over fifty different schools. But just really felt that was a good fit for him. Uh, our left tackle, Jamison Riggs. He's six five, three hundred pounds. He's he uh, committed to Georgia Tech over the summer. He's a really good football player for us. Our right tackle. Clinton Richard uh, is committed to Wake Forest. He's uh, a two-way starter for us, and you know one of the one of the best football players I've had a chance to coach. And then uh, our wide receiver, defensive back Chase Tyler, is committed to go to Duke. And, you know, so we we've got a really really good group of top-tier guys. But those guys are supplemented by really good high school football players. You know, uh, the guys that nobody talks about are guys like Caleb Eichner, who's a long snapper and a defensive end, who's a really good high school football player, and our quarterback, Ryan Strickland, is a good football player who does his job every single day. So we, we've we got these four stars, but they work within the grander scope of the team. You know, and, and it's the great thing about football is that it's a, it's, it's a reflection of the real world. It's very difficult to do things by yourself. Well, great things by yourself. You always need a team. You need support. You need groups. And in order to be a successful person in life, you have to have support around you. So I think... Our kids have learned how to play together, how to buy into each other and to, um, you know, depend on each other. And that's really the biggest thing. You know, I've coached talented teams before, but the defining factor has always been the chemistry of the team. You know, and I think our team has really good chemistry right now. Some pretty, pretty nice schools that your your players have already yep. committed to. That some nice division ones and even, you know, Wake Forest is is actually a, a up and coming program as well but we're yep. not talking about college or we're talking about right. we're talking about your school and it, it's pretty exciting that you guys are so highly ranked and it's going to be exciting to to watch you all this season so w what are your thoughts on on Woodstock and how are you approaching them well you know um Woodstock lost last week but in high school football when you're dealing with teenagers 16 15 17 year old kids like anything can happen on a given week you know so for our our focus this week is or our theme for the week we, we try to provide one every week this one is keep climbing you know we don't want to be satisfied where we're at we don't want to rest on our laurels we want to keep getting better and keep improving you know so that that's really it's really not so much about them but it's more about us this week and controlling what we control so I really want to emphasize you know the, the little details the doing things the right way having discipline when you play so those are the things that we're really looking at you know from the Woodstock perspective They've got a new head coach who's really trying to establish culture and he's trying to kind of define who they are right now. You know, I think they've got really good quarterback play. I think they've got some skilled kids that can give us a hard time, especially at the tight end and the running back position. 
So, uh, you know, we'll have our hands full, but hopefully, Lord willing, we'll, we'll play to our best of our ability. Is there anything uh, special that's happening this year with your football team that, uh, you know, maybe people don't know? Well, you know, we, um, we play in a really tough region. For those people that don't know, Hiram High School is the smallest high school in the district. There's seven classifications in Georgia. We play in 5A. We've got roughly 13, 1,400 students in our building. So a lot of our region games are out of the out of the county, out of the area. You know, we go up and play Cartersville and Calhoun and Dalton. So we we've got a pretty um, tough schedule. You know, we're we're looking forward to competing for a region championship this year. It's only been done once in school history. Hiram was opened in '97, I believe. So it's only been done once. We'd like to be that team that does it a second time. So uh, it's it's a big year for us. Who do you think is going to be your toughest opponent this year? Oh, all three of those schools. That, well, all. Our whole region, I think, has improved dramatically. You know, Cartersville has all the tradition. They've played for multiple state championships and won state championships. It's a really tough game always between us. Calhoun has all the pedigree, and they're, they're highly ranked this year. Dalton is a traditional great program in this state. Cass High School, which is up in White, Georgia, they, they've, they've got a really talented roster. And then Woodland has improved dramatically. So, you know, I think we're really going to have our, our work cut out for us as we get into region play. Did I read somewhere that uh, you have coached a couple of uh, current NFL players? Is that true? Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate. You know, uh, start, I have a starting linebacker that plays for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. His name is Lucas Masterson. I had a young man who played in the NFL for 10 years who just retired. His name was Carlos Hyde. He, he played at Ohio State. And, oh, yeah. Um, Came out of college with the 49ers. Then he was uh, with the Texans, had a good career there. And then um, I think retired with the Seahawks just recently. So I've been fortunate to coach some really good players. I've been doing this now for 20 years and I've been a head coach for almost 16 years. So it's, it's been a great career. And my wife says, you know, you're getting older now. You can't do the things you used to. And I tell her, well, you know, when you work with young people, they keep you vibrant. They keep you energetic, you know. So I enjoy what I do every single day. I enjoy pouring into young people and giving back to my community. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a really, really good time. Hey, uh, I really appreciate you spending some time with us today and uh, out of your busy schedule. Best of luck to you this week and also, of course, the rest of the season. And love to check in with you again sometime yeah. during the season if you're up for it. Yeah, well, hey, we, we've got a, a home game this week. We're, we're going to do our senior night uh, at Hiram High School. Uh, we'd love to have anyone that's interested to come out and watch good high school football. Then next week, we've got a huge rivalry game at East Paulding. You know, the East Paulding Raiders are, are a really good football team this year, and I think it's going to be a great crosstown matchup versus us and them. So uh, the next two weeks are big for our program. So thank you very much for having me, and uh, have a good day. I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. 
We're back with more of your Paulding County News podcast. Former President Trump and his co-defendants, including 18 individuals, are engaging in negotiations with Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis's office regarding their bond. The discussions involve Trump's surrender at the Fulton County Jail and his arraignment on racketeering charges. Unlike typical cases where arrestees appear before a magistrate judge within 72 hours, these defendants who have been indicted for interfering with the 2020 presidential election will negotiate bond terms before surrendering. Trump canceled a planned press conference where he intended to present exoneration documents. Willis proposes a March 2024 trial start, while Trump requests an April 2026 trial date. This from the Dallas Pack. A truck driver filmed performing donuts in an Atlanta intersection has been apprehended by the police. The incident occurred in West Midtown and was captured on video, showing the black truck spinning amidst a crowd at the intersection of 17th Street and Northside Drive. A trooper from the Georgia State Patrol intervened, activating emergency equipment, causing the truck to flee into the crowd and hit pedestrians. The trooper successfully halted the truck using a pit maneuver. The driver was pulled out of the vehicle's window and arrested. The driver's identity has not been disclosed, but authorities confirm the arrest. This from Fox 5. Georgia Sheriff Christopher Cudi has pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of sexual battery for groping TV judge Glenda Hatchett during a law enforcement conference in 2022. Cudi resigned from his position as Bleckley County Sheriff after the guilty plea. Hatchett, known for her reality courtroom shows, expressed how the incident deeply affected her. Cootie's attorneys confirmed his resignation. Former DeKalb County Sheriff Thomas Brown, who was with Hatchett at the conference, intervened when Cootie groped her. Cootie received a one-year probation sentence, a $500 fine, and 400 hours of community service. Cootie had served as sheriff since 2017. Wow. This from AP News. We'll have final thoughts after this. Got an electrical project? Powers Electrical Solutions offers a wide range of electrical services, commercial or residential, all over Cobb, Cherokee, Paulding counties, and beyond. Whether it's lighting, electrical upgrades, installations, or repairs, they're the pros to call. Every new service call includes a free safety checkup. Powers Electrical Solutions are the experts for generators, home automation, and outdoor lighting services, too. Call 404-645-6843 now to speak with a licensed electrician and ensure your electrical needs are taken care of efficiently and safely. There's a reason they've won four straight Best of Cobb Awards. Call today at 404-645-6843. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. Thanks for listening to today's Paulding County News Podcast. Follow and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you, about you, and from you. Get involved in the conversation at 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google Home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. All rights reserved.